This is the Cherished You Podcast. I am your host, Rama. Today, I am going to talk about narcissism as a trauma response. So some baseline stuff to make sure we're all on the same page. We are all traumatized. The world, the way it's currently constructed, the systems in place that keep what people think is keeps the world running, um, keep, creates trauma in all of us. And that creates a baseline trauma, meaning we all kind of come into the world with this foundation of trauma that we all have to, at some point, if we're doing the work, you're going to have to unpack. Added on top of that is childhood trauma with your caregivers, your parents, if that's um, who you were raised by, um, whether it was other caregivers involved in that, other relationships as a child, whether it's with siblings, um, school systems, other relationships, cousins, aunts, uncles, and so on. And then that gets carried on to into our young adulthood and then adulthood where a lot a lot of people and those of us who do this kind of healing work come in contact with these people and the awareness that we have within ourselves then extends out to the awareness in other people where this trauma is just not ever unpacked. It's never dealt with. It's never stopped. So we then are experience other people's unprocessed trauma. They use it as a that they use it in ways that traumatizes us again and triggers us back to our childhood trauma and so on. So it's just this cycle of trauma that's just giant mishigas that just doesn't really stop until there's people like you or if you're listening to this most likely people like me and many others like us who choose to stop it we choose to create an awareness within ourselves which then creates an awareness of the world around us to stop the cycle of generational trauma that we are all experiencing narcissism is a kind of a trauma response now i've i spend way too much time scrolling through trauma healing social media and a because it's my work and b because i like to see how people are framing things that i have learned over the years things that i kind of just know but i don't necessarily have the vocabulary for yet Um, and see if it resonates with me or if I disagree with them. And I think that there might be some nuance that's not being addressed. On social media, that happens more often than not. But the the thing that has been coming up um, with more regularity in the last six to eight months has been the quote-unquote trauma responses. Um, most people may have heard of this. It's your nervous system response and the way that they've had, they, meaning people on social media, therapists, the powers that be have decided to name these, which is freeze, fawn, flight, those trauma responses, they all have these names. And while technically accurate, um, what bothers me about these the trauma therapists and what kind of gets lost in all this is that narcissists get kind of painted into a corner 
as being the bad ones. You know, they're the ones who caused my trauma. They're the ones why are why I'm dealing with all of this crap that's coming up. And if you're in a situation like mine where the first narcissist you ever come across was your mother um, or, or father, in my case it was both, but when that's your first narcissist, it's very easy to ostracize your parents. And while that is part of the healing journey, it's not a complete representation of what narcissism is. Narcissism doesn't happen in a vacuum. You, you are not born a narcissist. You become a narcissist. It is a form of a trauma response. And in all the work that I've done, I've learned, for myself anyway, that narcissism falls under a maladaptive trauma response. So it's one that over the course of a narcissist's lifetime, if they don't themselves decide to do any healing on their, you know, uh, not on their own, but if they don't decide to actually start to unpack their own trauma, they will then be a source of quote unquote destruction in their own lives. Meaning they won't be able to, they won't be able to have healthy relationships. They won't be able to maintain um, a healthy life um, that is fulfilling and regenerative and will be what they are characterized as in pop psychology, which is being drainers, being the the center of a lot of people's trauma, and never actually and and being kind of stuck into a corner as you guys are bad, we're the good ones, you stay away from me. This completely negates the fact that they are a also humans. They have be also gone through something incredibly horrible for them, for which is why they have adapted narcissistic qualities to survive. It is the best way they knew how to get to a point in life where they could A, get out of their own trauma, because there is not yet a narcissist I have come across, and I have come across quite a lot in my life, but there has not been one that I have come across that did not have severe trauma in their lives. They were not all, none of them were born narcissists. And separating them from us, like us being the ones who were traumatized by them, and we were the, or this term that I absolutely abhor now, which is, oh, I'm an empath, and you're the narcissist, and I can't be around you, you're a horrible person, and I am the good one, and why did you do this to me? That whole dynamic only leads to more trauma. The only way we're ever going to heal as a collective, which is the whole point of my work, is healing yourself is great, but the whole point of the healing is to spread it, is to give access to tools to people who may not have it, and to make the healing modalities and the ability to start working on your own trauma, to heal your, start, start your own healing journey is to make it inclusive for everyone, including the one who traumatized you. I deal a lot with narcissistic mothers and my clients, my one-on-one clients, when I, when we, when, you know, when they first come to me, they, the first thing we're always talking about is, oh, I started unpacking this and I learned about my mother and this, all, all this stuff. And like, she was horrible and this, she did that and this, and all of it is true, but it's incomplete because you have to recognize that she also came from trauma. 
my own mother's childhood trauma was so horrific. And she and my mother on her own actually kind of romanticized it at one point. She made it to be like as if it was a badge of honor to have gone through that. Um, she minimized it in a lot of ways, saying it wasn't that bad. Again, all the things which is what the people around her probably told her. And then she internalized. And it negated her own feelings. It negated her own experience. So then she had to come up with ways to deal with it. And then she you know, became into this, and my mother is a malignant narcissist. She has never been able to um, tap into her own healing. And I don't know if she ever will, because that's something that she would have to do on her, like she would have to make that initiative on her own. Nobody can make her, can make her go through that. But it's, it's unnerving to me to separate narcissists from everybody else as if narcissists weren't also traumatized, as if narcissists didn't have to ever go through anything horrific, as if narcissists weren't robbed of their agency at some point, or their experience wasn't invalidated at some point for them to have gotten to the point where they are. The problem to me is a, was a bigger one, which is why do the systems of oppression in place reward narcissistic behavior because narcissists are the ones who perpetuate the trauma. They're, they're the people who once they're traumatized and then they learn how to get a quote, get ahead in the world, the way it's constructed, the rest of us are not able to, we are the ones who suffer from imposter syndrome. We're the ones who sit in our rooms all day long, not being able to do the thing that we really want to do because we think we're not good enough. Narcissists flip the script completely and go to the opposite end of the spectrum and are like, well, I don't care what anyone says about me. I'm going to go do it anyway. And they are then rewarded for that behavior. So they continue acting like that. So why is it that the systems in place reward narcissism? That's the bigger question. The question is not like, let's not completely dehumanize a narcissist because they are a human they've been through something and whether they have the ability to verbalize that or not whether they have the awareness to be able to recognize that what they went through was really bad and that they didn't deserve it that they deserve to heal from it but in order to do all that they actually have to process it and that can be overwhelming that can be a non-starter for them and that doesn't make them a bad person. It, they are someone who do require from the rest of us boundaries and in some cases non-communication because they're just not healthy people to be around. And that is fair. But this is not a either or proposition here. We need to recognize that narcissists have been through severe trauma, which is why they perpetuate trauma. They were rewarded for that behavior. The problem is not necessarily the narcissist. The problem is why are the systems, why are the people in charge of the systems rewarding that behavior? Because they need the system to continue to stay in place. And so narcissists are the proponents of that. They are the ones who are like, okay, you are doing what we need you to do. So please continue. We will reward you in money and power and status. And please continue doing this work for us because we need you know, we need people to do this for us and you are one of them. And we see this on a world stage with world leaders and nation states doing this all the time. 
And then you see this on a more micro level within your communities. It could be um, the the mayor of your town. It can be the you know the head business people of you know of Main Street USA try doing the same thing and are rewarded for it because they act in a way that is accepted and palatable and rewarded. That does not make it right. That does not make it okay. But let's not dehumanize narcissists because they have hurt us. We need to recognize that they have been through some really horrible things as well. Yes, they require boundaries. Yes, they require us to make sure that we are secure in our own sense of self so that their distorted sense of self does not distort us because that's what happens. They also don't have, they also suffer from imposter syndrome. It just looks different. Instead of sitting in their rooms completely scared to do or type out or write out the thing or record the thing or make a video of the thing that is going to make them, is, is, is their calling, they go out and do it anyway, but they are, you know, bulls in a china shop they'll run over things and don't care who they hurt in the process and most likely they're going to be hurting the people the closest to them because they need the people who don't know them that well to still like them and that is if that doesn't describe a narcissist i don't know what was what does we all know that narcissists are one thing at home and one thing in front of the world and that's because they know the rest of the world is the one that's going to help them get to wherever they need to get if they destroy their personal relationships in the process who cares they still get the money, the status, the reputation. That's what they're looking for. And then again, that's also what the world around them has told them was the right thing to desire. So again, are they at fault? To a certain degree, yes. At some point, you are responsible for your behavior. But if you have no awareness, how responsible can you be? We are aware of their harmful behavior. We are aware of the consequences of their harmful behavior because we have experienced them. And us, as the victims of narcissistic trauma, we are like, why can't you see what you're doing is hurting me? Because it hasn't hurt them. Or at least not in a way that they can recognize and start to unpack. So I wanted to start off there because I think it gets out of hand to completely like that. I mean, if we were to start to not talk to narcissists, there would be a whole group of people that nobody would talk to, that nobody would interact with. And we don't heal as, as, as an island. Nobody heals as an island. You need a community. And again, you, you can, it's not easy to recognize, to have enough compassion because you have to get a point in your own healing to recognize that the narcissist went through shit too. And the systems in place also hurt them also, just the same way that they're hurting you. And they continue to hurt those of us who are healing. And we are constantly up against not only just our personal trauma, but our interpersonal trauma, our intergenerational trauma, our collective trauma. Like we're always getting hit up against this. So are they. Whether they're choosing to do something about it or not does not make us better than them. This is not about that. But the more of us who are willing to come together and show that you can come out of trauma at the other end and be better for it, you can still have the success and the money and the reputation and the status that you're looking for without harming other people, then maybe the narcissist will be willing to try something else. They'll be willing to look at their own crap and be like, okay, look, maybe I have hurt a lot of people in my life because... I was hurting and I 
didn't know what to do with my hurt. So I projected it on and gave it to other people because temporarily that made me feel better. And it again, I'm not excusing anybody's behavior in all of this. I have been through this myself, but I also know with my own journey and you know, talking to my clients as they've gone through their journey, in your own healing journey, you will go through a narcissistic phase. You'll learn, you'll, you'll have an awareness of all the stuff you've been through and you don't automatically start healing it. There is a point where there's, whether it's a short period of time or a longer period of time for some other people where you are projecting that hurt onto other people. You're going to manipulate other people to do what you want so you can feel better. You're going to change yourself to accommodate other people because that helps you get to where you're looking to go. Um, you're going to hurt relationships that were meaningful and helpful because it, it provides a relief for you at some point. So let's just all take a second and breathe and understand that none of us, there is not a human on this planet who is not traumatized. At some point or another, the trauma will hit you and then you will have to deal with it. Not dealing with it is, is when you turn to narcissistic characteristics as your behavior, as your personality. But that, for anybody who does healing work, knows that that's a fluid concept. None of us, our concept of ourself is not set in stone by any means, which is why we are so um, adaptable and able to change and adjust. And it's a fantastic way of, you know, of being able to, to live to have that ability to be um, a chameleon, to be able to change as warranted, as needed by, by yourself and what you're looking to accomplish in your time on this planet. But narcissism is a trauma response. They went through something crappy too and probably, most likely, over and over and over again. And there is also, just from what I have experienced and I have yet to be proven wrong on the things that I say on here, but there is not a narcissist I've come across that didn't have severe childhood trauma with their parents. Not one. You don't become that severely maladaptive in your relationships and that toxic as a person whose behaviors hurt other people. Um, unless you are fundamentally, you fundamentally didn't receive something as a child. And a lot of them, yes, that I know this quote goes around a lot and we use it as a pejorative almost, but a lot of these people were not hugged enough as a kid. They were not listened to as a child. They were ignored or beaten and broken down until they conformed. And the way they conformed made them into this adult that hurts other people and again they're rewarded for that behavior so let's not blame the person for what they did to do what they had to do to survive let's take a look at the systems in place and try to stop it at its source so if there's a narcissist in your life and you're able to communicate with them which just a side note on my own i am not i am in non-communication with my parents and my my nuclear family because um, there is a severe narcissism there that I cannot tolerate and um, 
again, it requires the other person to have some sort of self-awareness to want to change. Um, I don't have that, so I'm in non-communication with them, but that doesn't mean that I don't come, against, don't come up against narcissists in other areas of my life that is not including my family. So these tools kind of apply. There are narcissists everywhere because, again, everybody is traumatized. Not everybody deals with it the way that um, you have or I have by taking the initiative and trying to be the best version of myself that is the kindest, the more caring, the more, more caring version. Um, that requires a lot of work to keep that part of you intact to allow yourself to feel in a world that really does not want you to. That's where I'm gonna stop uh, the, for this week. I will be back again next week with some more nuggets to share. But until then, um, let's just extend compassion to each other and understand that we're all doing the best we can with what we have. Thanks, talk to you next time.